Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mission Daily. It has been a while. Albert, you were surfing. I was gone were, a lot. Yeah, I'm you were not gone gonna so lie. much. I was gone a lot, but uh, I always go away for extended periods of time, and uh, it's just it's just a byproduct of who I am. Yeah, and it always works. And <laughs> I did I go? Oh yeah, I left too. So anyways. Finally, we are reunited. Reunited. It's amazing. And we have a really fun conversation today. So Let's go. Today, we're going to be talking about leadership. Um, and Still working on it. I, uh, still working on it. Every day. Imperfect. Extremely imperfect. Every day. Yeah. But I think this is an interesting conversation because it's leaning into areas that you and I, I think, have kind of gone back and forth on. We've debated. We've convinced each other. We've swayed. And it's all around being vulnerable as a leader and transparency. So those are the two things I want to go back and forth with you on today because this came up when I was talking to one of our team members and I was in a conversation with a very high up executive and I was sharing a lot of things about myself that I maybe normally would not. I mean, normally I keep things to myself when it comes to you know, if someone asks why I came to Austin, I'm like I just liked it. It sounds great, but really it's like, well, I was divorce and three kids under three and I was living in an expensive area. My company was like, eh, not really doing so well. And so I just needed to get somewhere a little bit cheaper. Um, but in this conversation, I started sharing things like that. I shared that. I shared that our company had issues quite a few times throughout its years. I shared that uh, contracts just got cut off, like things that I normally would not say because if you say, hey, a contract got cut off completely, the first thing they think of is like, oh, why? I should go mm -hmm. look into that. Why did that company cut you off? That company's huge. Like they must know better than me if they cut you off or they like stop that contract. I don't want to do it either. And so I have often found myself over the years holding back, holding back information, holding back emotions, holding back vulnerability. Um, and this most recent week, I actually kind of went the other way and I leaned more into like, this is me. <laughs> this is where I came from. And this is what we've done on Mission Daily too. We have kind of talked about our background more than we ever have of like our history. Um, but what I saw was a really beautiful conversation and a level of connection that I probably have not seen before. And I first thought of you because I think in our, you know, dance in this company here, you have also been the one that's like fully transparent. And so I wanted to bring this topic up today to hear your thoughts on being vulnerable as a leader, being transparent, you know, where's the balance? Yeah. And this goes back to what, this is just a personal opinion. I have no scientific evidence whatsoever to back this up, but I do through life's observations. I've told you before as well. I was like, this is one of those things where there's not really an answer, but it's more like, what is more naturally you? What are you more inclined to do? Because if you follow that path, you will have to become someone you're not. And I used to relate it to like more business centric mindsets where some people are like, oh, you should test and move fast and break things. Other people are like slow and steady wins the race. For every company that does one way, there's another company that does it another way. And so there's no such thing as the right way. It's more along the lines of what can you consistently do? Who are you as a person? And you can consistently be that way. Because it's probably, it'll probably be beneficial to you in that regard, in that, because you can keep up that, that, that style. So mm -hmm. I've always been more forthcoming because I've never really wanted to beat around the bush of like, why? And I can use it through life examples and then I'll go to business and I'll kick it to you. But like, I'll give, I'll give the example of when, when we found out, me and my wife found out we were going to have a baby. People said, well, you shouldn't tell people for three months. But I was like, why? 
Like, there's no reason. It's like, well, what if you lose it? It's like, but if I lose a baby and I'm sad, then people are going to ask why I'm sad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like you cannot yeah. hide what you're going through. In my opinion, I can't hide what yeah. I'm going through. So it was easier to say, I am pumped that I'm having a child. It's how many, how long have you Two known? Two days in. I found out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, your wife could have a miscarriage. That'll be a bummer. But I'm not thinking that way. Uh, same thing when my mom was sick. And people are like, well, why are you taking a leave? It's like, my mom is sick. I don't want to hide the fact that I'm going through this. Um, mm-hmm. That's just me. And then business-wise, yeah. it's the same thing. And, and you know, I'm going to hear from your experience. But you know, when we go through hard things, of course, there's going to be some people that say, hey, you should sugarcoat it. You should make sure your employees don't know how vulnerable you are, how, how, how at risk you are, or how at risk they are. But I always think to myself, that's not the, really the type of person I want to be around. And therefore, the people that want that, inform- that want that style probably don't want to be around me either. So I think it's better to let people know that, hey, we're on financial hard times. I think it's better to give them an opportunity to say, hey, I don't want to continue this fight. I want to work somewhere else because you know, there's nothing worse than being surprised by something. But that's just me. Again, it, and it fits my personality. Uh, so that makes it easy. And so that's the my only real opinion on this is like you have to do what fits you the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think from a transparency perspective, I've gone completely that way with you. And I think in the beginning, it was harder, but it was interesting. We read it. I took um, Hillary and Matt out to dinner. So Hillary, our producer, Matt, audio engineer. What's I up, it. people? There you go. <laughs> the, 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 the red duo. Yep. Yep. The red duo. And we were sitting at dinner. I'm like, man, I really want to just get some like get some connections going on because this was the first time they had ever met. They've been working together since 2019. Met in person. In person. Yeah, Yeah. met in person. They work every day. They're like best friends. They (laughs) are best friends digitally. Yeah. But they never met in person. And I hadn't seen them or I hadn't seen Hillary in a while. And so I said, let's, after we had, you know, halfway through the dinner, I was like, let's go around and say our favorite thing about each other and our favorite memory. And first of all, if you haven't done that, like, it's so fun because things pop up about each other where you're like, oh, wow, I never even thought you thought that about me. And oh my gosh, I don't even remember that memory and the fact that it was so impactful to you. So it was, it was super sweet, basically like love bombing each other. And I mean, they were all in it with me and it was just really fun to witness and be a part of it. But then it gets to what they are what they were saying about me. And they're like, the one thing we love about you is how transparent you are. And I was thinking, how like what a shift i've made into just being fully transparent and they were like in the company apocalypse part one you and albert couldn't really say anything legally and i remember that was like the hardest thing of just being like oh my gosh this is my team and we're not right. allowed to say everyone anything knows because, something's bad everyone knows yeah, everyone something knows bad's bad <laughs> yeah and we just are being told we're not allowed to say anything by lawyers um and we just didn't know enough and we just you know we're like okay i guess that's how it is and they're like that experience was so tough and then in the company apocalypse part two they're like you and albert were like here's how it is here's what's going on here's every single detail we were told not to say something by lawyers and we still are and we're telling you this and they were like you guys were so transparent and vulnerable about what was happening and still so uh resilient showing up showing up in times that were hard showing up in times like why are you even here i know matt was like i don't even know why you were on the calls with us doing work with us at a certain (laughs) point he's like i would not have been i would have been like in a ditch somewhere crying and so just hearing that perception was what kind of sparked this conversation as well of like just the shift that we've made into leaning into who we are 
but the vulnerability piece, I still like, uh, I still kind of struggle with that sometimes because I think our company has gotten here for a lot of reasons because we did kind of posture a bit. You know, we, we had this larger than life presence of what we were maybe behind the scenes. We, I mean, I think had that kind of since day one that we've always behind the scenes were a much scrappier, smaller team than some maybe expected. And so that's something that I'm still getting used to. But this past week, having the conversation of like, well, here's our company. Here's how many people we have. Here's the roller coaster it's been on. And seeing the connection with this person that I was talking to who is, you know, pretty high up executive. I was like, oh, maybe doing more of that. Just leaning more into me and just me is actually okay. Like whatever I am is fine. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I started thinking as you were talking immediately in the world of agencies where, um, you know, I have, we, we are an agency that you can think of us as mission as an agency. I've been part of agencies. I've been part of software companies that serve agencies and agencies often put up a, like a, a facade, right? Mm -hmm. So a good example is I remember working with 360i and they were doing this huge pitch which was to capital one which was already a customer and they brought in so many people to like surround the board the boardroom table with different ideas and like they practiced their pitch everyone had a slide and i get it there's millions of dollars on the line um because capital one could choose them or choose someone else to run the campaign and i just remember sitting there like this is so fake like the 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 person on the other side has to be able to see through it and i i often wonder if 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 they do and or maybe they their mind was already made up it's like dude i don't think you're legit but i won't get fired if i hire you (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i i always think in those realms but it's always been done in business. And I don't know if that's the real, like what you're getting at with transparency is more like just being, I guess it's part of it, but like just being more honest and forthcoming. Like you said, for example, saying you're small, saying you're scrappy in the story that popped in my head, which is a story you and I have read and love, which is shoe dog, Mm -hmm. Phil Knight. But if anyone hasn't watched the movie air, you can go check it out. Better to read the book shoe dog. I think, but, but, the story around Jordan is a memorable one because people forget Nike was not a big player. Nike was not a big shoe manufacturing company at the time. They kind of had a little bit of track, a little bit of tennis. They had a place at the table, but they were nowhere near Adidas. They were nowhere near the big shoe companies. But they knew it, and they also knew Jordan knew that. So instead of them saying, oh, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, we're going to be bigger than life, they said, we're betting our company on you. <laughs> we, if you don't work out, we lose. It's like we believe in you so much. Like, this is how much we believe in you. We are betting our whole company on you, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, some kid from University of North Carolina, and we're gonna run this. This company is gonna make or break with your success. And there's, there was a part of Jordan that liked that. You know what I mean? He obviously said yes. History's in 2020, but. He said yes, and so uh, I wonder, like, when he was in the Adidas pitch, what did he think? Like, we know, we don't know, right? We'll never know that answer, or he's never come out and said what he thought. But um, I just think about that. Like, yeah, you might not win every single time by telling the truth, but you will win with people you probably care about a lot, and so that makes it a, at minimum, it's a good strategy. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the people yeah. that say yes to you will probably be very aligned with you. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I do think... Yes, I definitely agree with that. I do think in the very early stages of a company, though, I do think there has to be 
some ele element of being overconfident to show like I can do this if you don't have a track record really like there has to be like it is all about your confidence of showing up and being like even if I have I mean that's when we pitched our first podcast sponsorship we were like so confident like we know how to make this and we will get this made and it's going to be amazing and we'd never done it before but I think it was our confidence that really got us in that room and got us that deal and then behind the scenes we we're like oh fuck 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 like how do we make how do we make this good how do we do this like we don't even know what we're doing really so I think in the very early days, confidence, even if sometimes you don't feel it inside. I know I personally didn't. I was just like, you feel like a fraud. And a lot of people probably feel like frauds when they're starting things a out. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. And so I think that's that's the time where I'm like, I do think it's okay to maybe just show up with confidence, especially for women. I think that's a big thing is like showing up very confidently in whatever that offering is, as long as you feel confident that you can make it happen. Because then once you get a couple clients, then it is what it is. Here's my portfolio. Here's my success and even if we're a smaller team we still have something to point to that makes that person feel like at ease if they're buying something from you but what i did here was another person that is a new client they said they love working with smaller vendors they're like the big vendors they just forget about you they're not scrappy they're not really innovative anymore and they all kind of are doing the same thing and they're like the smaller vendors which is us they're like they care so much about everyone's success and they will do what it takes and they, they just think very differently and so I'm, that's what I'm like I'm okay looking smaller as long as the confidence is still there that like whatever we say that we're doing here together we're gonna do it um so yeah I guess it just brings it back to the very early days where I'm like I still think there needs to be a little element of like overconfidence and behind the scenes you know you can actually do the thing you're saying that's of course yeah so that yeah the transparency and confidence are in conflict in that regard, but yeah. But also, if you believe you're con if you are, if you are confident, like you're not faking yeah. it, then that's fine too. I mean, like there like are a it. lot of people I know uh, and you know that if you ask them, can this happen? They will say yes, even though there's zero evidence to suggest yeah. that they know how to <laughs> succeed. So, are they being transparent, or are they actually just that's who they are? They're confident. I know yeah. some people like that for sure. I mean, I do too. But uh, those people they burn i think connections so quickly because of that lack of integrity where they're like oh, yeah, yeah i can do that. that so two different things transparency and follow through two, two different yeah. things i remember there was this guy that he was trying to pitch our company to do something big deal sizes all these things i'm not gonna say his name but i think i probably i don't even think i ran it by you because i was like i'm not sure about this and i see him i think it was maybe six months later like he just kind of disappeared after like you know, it's going to be in your best interest if you work with us and here's what you can make and here's why it's such an opportunity for you. Like he was pitching me so hard and I was just like, I don't know. I just didn't like the the intensity of the pitch. It's just not for me. And so I was like, no, no, thanks. And I see him six months later. I'm like, oh, where have you been? Like, how's your, your thing going, your business or whatever? Because you said he, he had like millions of dollars of contracts that were all lining up. And he's like, oh yeah, no, that didn't work. So I moved on. And I'm like, we were about, like if had I had worked with you, we would have put quite a bit of things on the line to get a partnership going. And for you just to be like, oh yeah, no, that didn't work. I moved on. I'm like, you're the one who literally burns a relationship like me. Like I would never trust anything you want to do. I would never. Yeah. Once you, so, once you burn someone like, yeah, believe what you saw. Don't, don't ever work with someone that's burned. Yep. Like that, when Jordan Belfort came back out and said he's had a new thing. I'm like, dude, who is putting money into Jordan Belfort? Like this guy, the Wolf Who's of Wall Street, again? the Wolf of oh, Wall Street, oh, when he wow. got out of jail, he was like, I got a new thing or like, what's he doing? Oh, I don't know. But 
doesn't matter. I'm not giving him a dollar. You know what I mean? Like it would be no Mm -hmm. different from, um, you know, Martin Scraley, Martin Scraley. He's back on back out. Uh, if Sam Bankman freed after he does his jail time came out and says, I'm starting a new thing or Elizabeth Holmes, like I'm starting a new thing. Like I'm not going to trust people that have willingly fire burnt. festival guy. I think he gets, he's getting money to do things. McF- people are putting, I don't know what he's even raising money for, but yeah, Billy McFarlane, people are trying to put money with him. Like, dude, yeah. this guy lies through his teeth. See, he, is he being transparent or is he being confident? He's very confident that he could pull this off and then See, he turns into a liar. <laughs> He knew that he couldn't. I feel like he saw all the things breaking behind the scenes. So that's where I'm like, that's a different thing. I think when I say be extra confident, this is more me talking to myself. Of like, I know that, and they they show this with like women with resumes too. It's like a man will apply for a job if he has like 70% of the skills and a woman won't apply unless she has like a hundred. At least that was like what- I've seen that. Yeah, and so I think it's it was just, um, it's mainly for me. I'm just like, I knew what I had to do because even though I might know I'm qualified and I can do it, if there's even like a 0.01% chance that something might mess up, it'll crack into my confidence a little bit of like, oh, I don't want to like promise anything. If there's even like a 1% spot of failure, you know? And so that's where I have to push myself up. But yeah, people like this dude, McFarland, I don't even think that's like the confidence I'm talking about. That's just like, yeah, irresponsible. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You got, never trust a fraudster. The, um, but the, the, the big thing I always think about is no matter who you are, that's why I always, I, I think it goes always back to this is, is most people, I would say this, if you are looking for business advice, stop, just stop. I, I really do believe that. Like if you're look, if you've, if you've done more than two months of research on what to, whether to say yes or no to something, stop. The reason why is I just think that people are inherently looking or possibly trying to justify something right and, and possibly they lack confidence to go do whatever it is they think they want to do so you you know um i actually met someone who wants me to help them out they're starting a software for airplanes and i was like i know nothing about this <laughs> and uh so it's specific flight schools so okay. yeah uh and it's my old my old business partner tim grant shout out tim grant he owns a flight school and he was our cto and he remembered working with me and he liked working with me and he was talking about, hey, there's this new software I'm thinking about, you know, being part of. It helps booking it helps to book airplanes at flight schools for X, Y, and Z. I have no clue what mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z are. But the Sounds point smart. Yeah. I mean, I was like, airplanes are expensive. I know flight school's expensive. Yeah. And then I know there's a huge pilot shortage and I know that the government is probably going to step in and do something to encourage people to become pilots, just like they're going to encourage people to become construction workers, electricians. There's massive shortages. That was, was going to be one of our other topics. So I think this is lines up nicely. Like I think that there's going to be a lot. I know nothing about it, but this is where I think people have a hard time making a decision. So the next decision is, do I want to get involved? Right. That's like the big question. And so this is where people can really talk themselves into circles. It's like, oh, but I don't understand this. Like confidence. Hey, I need more reassurances. Too much research. Hey, I want to talk to 25 influencers about like what I should do. Should I, you know, um, should I attack, should I attack this problem? Be part of this problem? Should I ask for equity? Should I like people keep going with the shit? What should I, should I, should I? And I think the heart that's, that's the hardest thing that people, this is the hardest thing that people have is like they don't listen to what they actually want. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're or listening. They already to all- know the answer. Sometimes I feel like a lot of times people already know the answer inside of they're them. Looking for they're looking for justification. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking for justification, yeah. and so that this is where I think people have the hardest time is because they like, for example, maybe you want to move slow and be more thorough, like because that's who you are. So you start reading about like, should I be more slow? Like, dude, if you want to do something, I always think that like you should just do you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the reality is is like, let's say I'm a more slow, thorough, and calculating person. Let's assume that. Why would you want to rush to say yes to someone who thinks that you rush to say yes? Mm-hmm. You will be so upset with yourself for the next, let's say, five, ten years. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you won't work well with that person. So I just think you have to, as a person, always listen to like, what is your style? Like, whatever your style is, lean into that. The next thing is don't overthink too much and listen to what other people know about you. No one knows anything about you more than yourself. Yep. So if you really want to do something... So you want to be transparent, you want to stay small, you want to go big, who knows what you want to do. Do yeah. that because you'll, yeah, yeah. be, you'll probably be successful, especially if you're smart. Like that's, that's what I think. I really, really Could believe be. that. I think pe- the people who just sit there and thinking all the time, they have the hardest time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this, this reminds me, so I told you I was going through this leadership course and there's this really, I'm surrounded by coaches all the time. And I oftentimes don't really resonate with coaches because I'm like, you are t- coaching the thing that you've never done, yet you're telling me how to do it. But I found this coach who's in this course and she is amazing and I love her because her style is, she's not gonna tell you what to do. As you are talking about things and asking questions, she's just asking you questions to let you get to your own answer. Because like you're saying, it's your style, it's your life, you probably already know, but she's not here to tell you what to do. It's more of just like asking questions for you to think about, but ultimately letting you get to the answer because it's your life. And she can't tell you how you should be running something, doing something, whatever, when like you're very different than the next person who is starting a company or in a relationship or whatever it might be. And that was the first time I was like, oh, that one is sparking better ideas out of me, but they're my ideas, it's yeah. my solution. It's all already inside of me. Like Yoda. Just having, yeah, yes. I I, I was like, wow, this is like, now I know people like this. Um, But I mean, it gets back to what you're saying. Everyone is very unique and you can't just go and try and find answers from someone who is completely different than you. Different life, no kids, kids, different industry, different business, different like priorities of like what matters to them. You can't just go and like look for a handbook and be like, oh, well, Albert did it this way, so I'm going to do it his way too. Like, yeah, will there, probably not lead to happiness. There's a lot of business. Like, here's what's interesting, right? The people that I so I think of my my personal style. The problem with my personal style that I know I have is that no one, the people that do it, don't really talk mm-hmm. because they are the ones that are like small, you know, smaller, not as flashy. They want a little bit of success, but they're constantly. You know, the way I think about what is success, success to me is saying yes to the things that you're interested in, generating enough cash that lets you say yes to the next thing, um, and also having enough independence that you can say no to things that you don't like. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear like people come up with business ideas, so for example, um, this person, you know, was watching like a, like an Alex Hermosi video or whatever and talking about like how many people you need to network with to pitch the thing. I was like, man, that... I'm already out. No chance. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking to this many people. (laughs) Right. And then I read about this guy in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, I'm going to pull him up while in the next second, he's amassed a fortune of a billion, a couple billion dollars. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who he is. And he's just quietly doing apartment buildings. And he has like a number. Like he has an apartment buildings from, uh, you know, like it's got to be like 50 units or less. Like he keeps it like in this window of thing that he does consistently. And sometimes he tries new things. And he always talks about how he tries new things. It didn't work out. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I, I saw this article. I read an article because he doesn't really do press interviews because he's also not interesting enough to be like, He's not flashy. He's not making yeah. content. He's not Mr. Beast. He's just some quiet guy investing in real estate, building up real estate portfolios. And so when I'm in, he's not the only one. I've met other people uh, like this. And when I, the, if I know we don't, not supposed to shout out other podcasts, but I'm going to anyways, my first million really is interesting. I think people yeah. should listen to it more often because they do interview a wide variety of people from like, I've built it huge with big sales teams to like I'm um, small, lean, and mean. Mm-hmm. And you know how I was saying like you're looking for confirmation bias or you already know who you are. But like I just know when I, I, I meet or hear a small, lean, and mean guy, I always dive in. I always want to hear how they're doing it. Um, super fascinating. But yeah, the, the idea that you have to be something you're not is the biggest fallacy. I, I think that that is the biggest problem. I, not the biggest problem, but it is a problem that stops people from chasing what it is they actually want. Mic drop. Perfect way to end this episode. Okay. Well, in the next episode then, maybe we can talk about some of these shortages and things. But this one, I loved talking about this. It was really cool And I got the name. Like, his yeah. name is Roy oh, Carroll. Carroll. R-O-Y. He already popped up. Yeah, Roy Carroll. The guy. See yeah. what I mean? Like he's worth an absolute million? fortune. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like people are like, oh, well, he's not popular. Like Grant, he's got more money than Grant Cardone. Like he's got more yeah. money than <laughs> a lot All of these people you see. Out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just slowly grinding mm-hmm. away in the background. And uh, Warren Buffett's got the most famous quote about this. He's like, people hate to get rich uh, slowly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone wants to get rich quick. It's like, I get yep. rich slowly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not rich yet, but I do like generate, you know, I like doing the things I'm most interested in. Mm-hmm. By the way, final thing. Yeah. This came to my realization while I was in Costa Rica. I was with some college buddies and it was a sad realization, but a realization. Yeah. Me, I'm 43 years old. I am closer in years to collecting social security than I am from graduating college. I was... 22 years old when I graduated college. So I'm 21 years out of college and I'm 20 years away from being 63 and being able to say social security, send me a check. And so when I think of like- If it's even there when you're 63. What's that? If it's even there when you're 63, they'll probably be like, sorry, ran out of funds. Well, you know, you'll be able to get a $4,000 stipend. The problem is it'll buy you like a bowl of cereal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, there's my cereal for today, for the month. (laughs) Jeez. Well- Interesting thought. So when I think about that, you know, I, I was, I'm 20 years away from 63. I already think like you. I don't think I'll ever retire. So, but why would I not fill my days with things I'm most interested in? Yeah. It makes no yeah. sense to me to like, so when people are like, oh, I want to build a huge company. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, just go ahead and pause. I'm not mm-hmm. your guy. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Well. I, I want to do interesting like you projects. Do a good job. You pick the things that you like, and I think you've always held strong in that. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. Pick the things I like or things that pique my curiosity and around the people that I want. That's like my biggest one: being around the people and working with the people that I want. Right. Not in that list are 
oh, we got to get to a billion. We got to get to a hundred million views. We have to get, you know, we have to do content every single day that gets 30 million views. I'm like, man, that sounds yeah. like, I'm not saying it's not a great goal. That sounds like a great goal, but it doesn't fit with who I am at all. No, we're just, we're doing it our way. We <laughs> like our way. So there it is. All right. And because we're doing it that way, we have new partners. Yes, we do. New show coming out. Coming in hot. Yes, it is. See everyone. Bye, y'all.